But anyway, what'd you do at the gym? I sat on a bike for 20 minutes and did 5Ks. <laughs> nice. Dumped on another machine I don't know the name of. And then tried to strengthen my two bad shoulders, so... Yeah, just do some bench presses, you'll be right. I can't, because my <laughs> yeah. arm slips away. <laughs> nah, I went to the gym... Went to the gym last night and I walked in with a beer. And PT just looked at me and he's like, he's like, you serious? He goes, that better be like a shake or something. I'm like, yeah, it's my protein shake. you beautiful mofos welcome to footy heads episode five and my god it's been it's been a long time coming from episode four to five but we made it we fucking made it um on the other line we have obviously matthew beautiful boy patterson i call him that i call him that because he's going back to the gym and he's gonna be a an even more beautiful person than what he is now once he gets once he gets bulked up but um I think one thing I want to talk about off just off the bat is how good the Pacific tests were yeah they were good I only watched mm. two of them well half of one and the other two nah that didn't watch the first one with the Kiwis in it that was kind of that was the only one I missed kind of just as it was but um oh, just just being there it was just fucking so good like just like it just it baffles me because you don't get any of this at any typical NRL game but like like you'd imagine if we were overseas like, if we were away from home and Australia came over there and then they played, like, you'd think there'd be, like, maybe a big Australian crowd. But Ireland, look, I find it's different for Islanders. They just, they just fucking love it. Like, it's honestly like a grand final for them. Like, every time, like, even though Samoa were absolutely dominating the Cook Islands, every time Samoa got over for a try, they would just, like, Samoa were just going off their heads, the Samoan fans. And I was just like, you're up, like like 30 points to like 12 or something and I was like and you're still going nuts for every single try that was us we'd just be like oh yep maybe like, yep cool sweet <laughs> mm. yeah and that brings up and that brings up the whole eligibility debate again of course if you it shouldn't matter. If you want to play yeah. for New South Wales, you should be able yeah, to well, play for both. Because to me, it's got nothing to do with international. It's just, like, that's the thing. You're allowed to, if you can play, f- like, obviously you can't play for two different, like, because I, I thought there there were a few players that I thought, like, Maori, but now they play for, like, Samoa or Tonga now, and I'm just like, okay. I'm like, righto, but... Yeah, which is good. Which is good. So a lot of them are picking based on their original heritage, which is great. Mm. Like, 
Who, who was it? Um, Aloya. Mm. Could have quite easily... That was like even, um, who is it? Bunty Afoa. I thought he was Maori. And then I saw him in the Samoan side and I was like, oh. I was like, okay. I was like, I could have sworn you were Maori, but I'm like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> Um, Harris DeVita as well problem is mm. so his birthplace was New Zealand he is a Kiwi but um, mm. I think on one of his okay. sides his parents are Samoan which is funny because mm. he played for the under 20 New Zealand but um, the only, I think the only downside to the Pacific Test was getting getting into the game. It was just so so poorly organised. Like like we like that's what I don't understand. I think they had the gates open at five, and the first game was at five forty. And I was like, you really expect a sold out crowd to get in there in forty minutes? I'm like, really? And apparently, um. Um, apparently my partner's dad, um, he messaged, like he, I think he emailed the people and said, what's going on? Like, blah, blah, blah. And then they were like, oh, we didn't expect a crowd this big. And I'm like, have you not watched the Islander games? Like the international tests? I'm like, how nuts, how crazy it is. I'm like, you obviously don't either, you're not actual league, you don't watch the league or you just, you just don't have a clue. (laughs) And I'm like, I just don't get it. And I'm like, because even my dad messes me and he goes, yeah. and he goes, hey, are you in the ground? Like, it doesn't seem like there's many people there. And I sent a Snapchat back going, yeah, we're all fucking out here, still waiting. I'm like, we're not even in there yet. <laughs> my like, that was the, that was the only downside to a great night. Great night otherwise. Like, even like listening to, um, like even just the start and then listening to PNG, and Fiji come together at the end of the game and all sing like a hymn together. Like, I almost like shed a tear. I was just like, I'm like, this is what rugby league is all about. But anyway, um, one thing I've wanted to talk about ever since the game, and you, you know, you obviously know where I'm going with this, what I want to talk about. I want to talk about game two. Because I haven't, I feel like I haven't really, like, the the only time, like, I sat, I think it was, like, a day or two after the game, I actually sat and, like, fully watched the game and listened to everything because we watched it in a crowded pub where you have a bunch of screaming dickheads and people in your ear every two seconds and you couldn't hear a damn thing even though the TV was turned up really loud and then we almost got kicked out a few t- I think a few times we almost got kicked out because we were being too rowdy and I was like, yeah, whatever. But I might, I want to actually go home and re-watch it and like not just go off my drunken state and what I watched at the pub kind of thing. Yeah, no, I, I get that. I'm, yeah. I'm unfortunately... My big... The big thing for me was just the second half. Like, the first half was kind of in the balance, and then everyone reckons all these Queenslanders are going, oh, because Kafusi got Simbin. I'm like, we scored one try when Kafusi was gone. That was it. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> How can you stand there with both your hands on his back after he's already called six more? Yeah, he's, he was literally standing there with both his hands on his back and he's trying to get out to play the ball and they're going, oh, it shouldn't have been a sin bin. I'm like, well, why not? I'm like, you can't just stand there with your, hand, with your hands on his back, you idiot. <laughs> but um, for me, it was just the second half. Like, obviously, I think Cleary was very quiet in the first half, but in the second half, he just... Him and our outside backs just absolutely took over because I don't think Queensland got any ball down our end. Like, I watched the second half, and they I swear they weren't even down there once or twice. Like, that was it. And even the one time they got down there, Paulo did a one-on-one strip, and then we went straight up, straight back up their end again. <laughs> like, that was a one good thing. The big things for me were, like, Burton, yeah. Toto, Tedesco... Like the just big runs out of like coming out of trouble. Like no one can say New South Wales got penalties coming out of trouble because they didn't. I think I sat again. I sat and watched the whole second half. They got no penalties when we're coming out of our own end. None. I I counted legit none. I don't know. I might be wrong, but I counted none coming out of our own end. It was just the strong runs, good meters, and then we just built off the back of that, and then had. And had Queensland tied, backpedaling, and then Cleary just iced it with his kicking game, and then he just he just dominated that half. Like anyone can give you can give shit to Cleary all you want, but like I reckon he absolutely he controlled that game, that second half. Well, look, take away the first six points. Oh. That pass from yeah. Kalen Ponga to Fusi mm-hmm. was. But that's the thing, like, even, like, no wonder Luai missed him because uh, Luai didn't even know the ball's going to him until the last second. Luai kind of had to go, oh, shit, because that's how far forward it was. Luai kind of went, oh, like, like, how's he meant to react? He didn't even know he was getting the ball. Because he fucking gridlined it to him. Burton's try I was a little worried about. And, again, bring it back mm. to just... Just, just because we spoke about it in the last try, the mm. forward pass from dummy half from Happy Corusau mm. to Yo, that was forward. Oh, you! It was a great pickup. You can't take that off him. It's his debut. Like oh. one of the best, one, one of the best. Nah, but one of the oh, best no, debuts he, I've it, seen it in a long. Like I thought he was going to be nervous as all hell, but he just he came in. He pff, he was he was great. And then oh mate, just try. Like I think I said it to you the other week. If that was, I'm sorry. I know you don't like him, but if that was Latrell, Latrell would have literally slid over, one arm ragdolled him, been like get in. He would just pulled him to the ground. Whereas Crichton was like oh two arms, and he just fell to the ground. And I was like, even if that was Whiten, Whiten, same thing. Whiten would have manhandled him. Whiten would have been like, no, you're fucking not getting around me, and he would have manhandled him. But Crichton was just like, oh, like that's the one thing I don't like about Crichton. Like he's so cocky, but he's so overrated. He's not that good. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So I'm I'm literally mm. watching the the Kafusi Simbin. He so Paulo Paulo was mm. tackled at 38 minutes and 28 seconds. He doesn't get off him till 
from there you go. Nine seconds later. Queenslander still want to bitch and go, oh, that changed the game. It wouldn't have changed the game. It wouldn't have changed... It changed the game for a reason, but it was your own fault. But it was his own stupidity. And then we just played off the back of that. Like, even... But all our tries in the second half came from Queensland with a full team. But we still managed to put, what, 30 blot on them in the second half. Yeah. To try to top over and pass that ball forward. These are things as a like yeah. I can honestly yeah. turn around and say these are the things that work for stuff. Yeah, like, but I think I don't want to take it away from him. Yeah. That was a, that Daniel Tupo pass was great. I think you're always you're always gonna get little like especially in Origin, you're always gonna get little things that'll be missed, but then people come out and go, Oh that cost us the game and blah, blah, blah. But the one thing I liked about us was it seemed like there was more um, urgency and aggression in defence. But it was just it was just the one percenters, like just the little things like that. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> that was there was nothing nothing doing nothing doing and then he just went yeah alright hop skip and a jump bang straight over like get that up your Mount Druitt style <laughs> clear his try was I think it was just the same. nothing much doing and then Hunt mm. Hunt Hunt slipped over before it was like, it was honest slid and slip before mm. um, Cleary got there, and then Hunt overcommitted. Honestly, I think it, I think it was all and just fatigue. Over, like, it was just head. fatigue because we had them like, but it was smart because we those runs out yeah, of our own been. end where we had them backpedaling. Like every time we were making meters, post contact meters were great, and we had them sprinting like 10, 15 meters to get back on side every single time, and that had Queensland absolutely gassed. And by the time we got up there. They could do nothing about it to stop it. And then all Cleary had to do was he, like, this, the ground was slippery, and all we had to do is he just had the defense sliding in two minds. They were already gas, and all it took was one little step, and then bang, straight over. Like, that's, it looks easy, but at the end of the day, it's smart. Oh, yeah. His second, his second try is so That much one seemed way that. too easy. I find the one where he was like going across and he had him in two months and every other time you think Cleary passes but because they were backpedaling they were tired it was fatigue he knew the ground was slippery he goes all I gotta do is get him sliding throw one dummy and bang him through but the second try he scored he kind of didn't even do anything he kind of just got the ball and ran straight and went oh yeah sweet I'm in I even he didn't even know he would get in he was probably like oh, yeah sweet oh <laughs> Mm. That one again, that one may have looked easy too, but. To me, it was a defensive decision. On but, anyway. He did, uh, Jakey didn't touch him. Kafusi stuck his arm out, so yeah, defensive decision. And Munster's standing there mm. with his arms up, out in the air going. Yeah. Oh, and it was but, just, yeah, but, again, but, it was just. But, like fatigue from Queensland just like because I think when they got up when they tried like they got up out and like once and then Paolo did like a one-on-one strip and then that stopped any momentum they had so that was a great again a little one percenter 
that got us back on the attack again and just took anything away from Queensland. And then I think after a try, um, I think would they? I think Queensland attempted a short kick off, but didn't go the whole way. And then again, we were on the attack again, and then they were just defending, 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 and then it just took everything out of them. All right. Average play the ball speed for New South Wales was 3.86 seconds. Average Mm. time, average play the ball speed for Maroons was 3.78. Keep that in mind when I go back and do this. Game one. Average play the ball speed for New South Wales in that game was 3.4. And... For Queensland, three point two. So for all the for all the mm-hmm. Queenslanders saying that you weren't holding on. Yeah, but their excuse would be on. like, "Oh, you guys just weren't you weren't urgent enough to play the ball. You weren't getting quicker play the balls." And it's like, okay, think what you want. But um, what do we? I'm kind of I don't know. I don't know what I think about the game three side. I obviously. McLean's obviously starting for a reason. I haven't seen much in him lately, but obviously, yeah. Look, he's playing no, well at the Cowboys. But I think, I like Freddie says, he's he's come out and he like because everyone bagged him about McLean starting. And he came out and just pretty much said, "Have you seen his stats?" <laughs> he was like, "Just because he's not." Like, just because he's not out there like everyone else. Like, he's kind of like another one of those quiet achievers. He's like, have you seen his stats? Like, go and have a look. No, I think the, I think the major, the major talking point in the New South Wales side isn't, unfortunately, as much as it probably should be, the uh. clean in the side, it's, it's, it's not that at all. It's, um... It's, mm. it's more or less the fact that I still can't believe that I was I was waiting for a hundred percent as soon as Latrell. But to all the to all the Penrith supporters, to all the Penrith supporters, are going oh, but Stephen Crichton's good. Nah. Stephen Crichton's good. One, he's done nothing for your club. <laughs> How many tries do you score on his side of the field? Very little, or they're all scored by Tottenham. No. And to the other people saying, "Oh, but Jack and Jack and Matt play the same side. Jack and Matt play the same side." If you go and look at their careers, Jack and Matt played fullback. They mm. both play number six. They both know how to play error. Oh yeah. Year. I believe mm-hmm. Matt Burton deserves to stay. He adds an extra Definitely. dynamic with his boot. He and is. If you want to go as far as stat checking, mm. Stephen Stephen Crichton ran forty three meters off eight runs. He is not. Jack like, ran he's not. Like Crichton is not built for Origin. Like you want players that are built for Origin, you pick Whiten and like just tough gritty SOBs like that's what you want you don't want someone like a fucking Stephen Crichton like honestly 
He's just someone who hangs out in the wing and then waits for someone just to feed him on a silver spoon, but he he's not willing to come in and do the dirty work and, like, make the hard yards. He's just not. And... Un- 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 oh, that's what I'm scared about because he played he played pretty crap in the second game and I'm just like I know what Dane Gagai is capable of and when he does it I'm yeah 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 in the first game he what, was yeah, shut what, down yeah, by White and Hayes number I I'm one of those people that slap myself I slap myself I uppercut myself I put a frying pan over my head and I said why the hell did I not want White in the team like why <laughs> Because he was fucking fantastic. He was great. And that's where he belongs. He, he belongs in the centres. And that shows with his performance at 5 8 again on, again on the weekend. I think they said they've only won about oh. four or five games with him at 5 8 And then they've won all games with Frawley there. But you, but you look... But you look... Yeah... We'll, we'll get to we'll get to that later because there's, there's a lot of controversy around that game and there's a lot of things I want to say. Yeah, no, I I honestly reckon I think New South Wales can still do it. It's just like even even looking at the game two side, everyone was like, "Oh, there's no way, there's no way." Well, Whitney's made too but, many changes, this and that, blah blah blah, and look what we did. So, it, but in in saying that. As I said, the, the the way that New South Wales get into that game, unfortunately, and I'll agree with Queensland supporters mm. here, New South Wales definitely got the rub of the green. I'd say I'd but say in the no, first no half, maybe in the second half, I think we just fucking ran. You can't and say said, we won thirty block in the second half because we got rub of the green. Alright, Toto's try mm. directly after being sent off. Forward pass I'm talking about. Burton passes that bar passes that ball about twelve meters out, give or take. Toto catches that ball on the ten meter line. Yeah, but same same yeah, shit again, like like Queensland what pretty much pretty much Queensland won. But that's like pretty much oh, like game one, like you call Ponga's pass uh, forward and Queensland pretty much won off that because that one that one try. No. Yeah. One, they won off mm. both tries. That first try to Dane Gagai that he scored. That's the thing, like that you. That's the thing, like it's it's a matter of who can take advantage of it better. Like yeah, there's always teams that are going to get a bit more over the green. It's it's about who takes advantage of it more because I didn't. I don't think actually Queensland took advantage of it more. They they did get the rub of the green, but they still only beat us. Like we New South Wales were not at their best in game one. They still only beat us by like what four six, and then in the second game we freaking came out and went okay like we'll, we'll show you what we got 30 blot in the second half like it's it's about who can take advantage of it better and I think New South Wales did it better but we'll see who does it better in game 3 I, I obviously up in Suncorp they'll get the rub they'll obviously get the rub of the green it'll go it'll go they got the rub of the green down here we got it a bit more in Perth they'll get it back at home for sure And the other, and for everybody else saying, oh, it's the part. I don't, the part gi- I don't give a fuck. We did fine without, we did fine without Crichton the last couple of years. We don't fucking if, need him. If, 
if that was the mm. if that was the case, you'd have Crichton on the other center, and you'd oh, like, I don't even. As soon, but as soon as Lachelle pulled himself out of contention, I straight away went, yes, Whiten's going to get pit. He has to. And then I saw Crichton again, and my heart just dropped, and I went, that's the first ever time I've actually gone. Why isn't White man? I'm like, why? I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, even though I hate the bloke because he always has his best games against Cronulla, the fucking dickhead. But um, that's probably where his two wins have come from at 5-8 when he plays Cronulla. Um, I don't know. I still reckon it'll be a close game or it'll be one of those games where I think it'll be close and the decider will be like 50 nil because I've seen it happen before with New South Wales. We think we're going to win and then up in up in Suncorp, I remember they smashed us by like 40 or 50 once in the decider and I was like, sweet. But we'll see what happens. But um, obviously another big call today is <laughs> bringing Chatty Townsend into the squad for Nico. Did you hear about that? So Nico Hines is out with COVID. So obviously he won't be available tomorrow night for... Yeah. No, they were talking... They were talking about bringing He's, in... Um, nah, Townsend's already in. He's confirmed. Not Townsend, someone else. They've already, they've already said they've already flown him from Towns, uh, Townsville to be in, in the Blues camp tomorrow, I think. So, no, and apparently all the New South Wales camp have already tested themselves four times. They've all come back negative for now, anyway, because Nico was only in there for a couple of hours on one day, and then he came back in a Cronulla camp, and then he tested positive this morning. So no, no, no Nico for us tomorrow night. So I don't think I don't think I'll be going to the game tomorrow night anymore. (laughs) Not saying that he'll probably win the game for us, but like. You are? Well, okay. we're going to the game tomorrow night. <sighs> I want to go just yeah. to go and have a piss up. But I'll, I'll go there and I'll find out that Trindle's playing. I'll be, like, I'll be like, someone get me a shot. Alright, let's talk about last week's <clears throat> games before moving on to this week's games. I can't even remember last week. I remember last Saturday night. <laughs> Desi must have been absolutely oh my god <laughs> the poor the poor doors like how many like the people who like put the doors back on the hinges must be like for the love of god don't let Melbourne win he'll rip another door off his hinges just please just don't let him win but like you like you look at it like Manly were the better team for yeah. sev- 75 minutes of that game anyway like, I did not expect that at all. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, Melbourne, 100%. easy. I was like, maybe Manly because they're at home, but nah. And then I saw it and went, okay. Like, when's the last time you saw Melbourne play like that? Like, you know they're playing bad when Craig Bellamy wasn't even yelling at one stage. He just had his head in his hands and he was just watching and I was like, 
okay, that's when you know they're playing bad because he wasn't even yelling. He was yelling at the start and then towards the end, he just had his head in his hands. I was like, I was like, that's not my, someone might want to check on his, see if he's having a stroke or something. But no, Melbourne Manly were really good. Like, it was weird. Very weird. It was good, even though I hate, even though I don't like yeah, either of them, but it's good to see any, any time Melbourne lose is a good night. I don't give it, I don't give a crap who beats them as long as they lose. And, um, and then there was Knights and Titans. Pretty sure. Yeah, I tip I tipped. So my, so my tips were, I think you got the same as me. We were both six from eight. I'm pretty sure. Were you six, were you six and eight as well? Uh, oh really? I, mine, I don't think mine was. Because I obviously tipped you. T- I think you tipped Titans in this game, yeah. and I tipped Newcastle, and good old good. Oh wow! And good old Edric Lee got, got five. Tri- <laughs> got five tries. <laughs> Two of them were forward. He got three tries. I don't care what any fucking. I don't care what I don't care what anyone fucking Oh says. even if no, two are taken off him they still win so they were definitely the best like, Titans are just shocking they hyped them they hyped them up at the start of the year and they've just done absolutely nothing I think they I had, they've come out and said now another coach is possibly on the chopping block like in Holbrook nah give, give them a bit of time like Jesus yeah, like probably. how many more coaches do we need to get rid of but anyway, no oh, Barrett deserved way He's more had time. He's more time than Barrett. Has. But anyway, I had Penrith over that, Roosters. However, that was really the game that has been talked about all fucking week. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that, and I saw that. Dangerous tackle. Is that when Sorensen took his dive? Yeah, I thought I was watching. I thought I was. I thought I was watching the Olympics. I thought he was going yeah. off the diving board because it was, it was raining. So he probably tackle. thought the fucking ground was a swimming pool. That's legit what it looked like. He was like already bending down. He was already had his head down, and then he's gone. Ugh! And then that's the only time like I've even agreed with all the commentators. They all went, "How the hell is that a?" dangerous tackle and they're like no one's even tackled him he's done it to himself no, yeah no, good no. and then to add to that good so we should get dropped for a week oh it's a pity it's a bye week isn't it but if anything no I think something got dropped more, to he's a video ref for our game tomorrow night and then I think or one of them was meant to be an assistant ref yeah. in the origin so game the- they got dropped from that and then one of them's been dropped to a touchy and then Sutton's been dropped to a video ref and I'm just like well, I'm like you should be I'm like you shouldn't even get video ref I'm like you should be just fucking flicked off altogether after that because that's the only time I should come out and defend the roosters and say they got rorted which they did mhm with with the penalty count being 8-3 <laughs> and this is going to sound mm. very controversial, but to see Angus Crichton get simbinned when all he was trying to do was make a tackle on 
Nathan yeah. Cleary. What the hell is Stephen Crichton mm. doing sitting on his fucking shoulder? That's obstruction. Yeah. It should have been done for obstruction. No. It should have been a Roosters penalty because you can't sit mm. on a shoulder. There would have been, what, five it, centimetre gap? It's funny because most times Trent Robinson comes out and has a bitch in the press conference. I never agree with him. But this is the only time I've come out and I've corn. I 100% agree with you because you guys definitely got cheated tonight for sure. But there were so many good... And it shows you, like, they... Like, they never normally react by dropping refs so quickly like that. And they came out and went, nah, they got it wrong, we're dropping them. And I was like, good. I was like, so now you guys know it was wrong too. I'm like, good. <laughs> but, mm. all right, in saying that, taking a look at the, the, the ladder. All right. Roosters, roosters get that extra two points, right? Hmm. Pushes them up to, not. and it also gives them momentum because if they beat, they beat um, Penrith. That's big momentum. But now, but now that just now that just deflates you mentally. Yeah, exactly. the next game was a pretty. Yeah, next game was pretty. Um, yeah, I was watching the um the Josh Adokar marked up game. session the other night, and they're like. I don't know why they mic up a winger like for someone who just oh, sits okay. on the wing and does absolutely nothing. He's got a fucking lot to say. But anyway, I think he said he was just trying to stir up. He was trying to stir up Nico yeah, and Fanukin and shit like that, as as he does. And um, yeah, that was horrible, horrible conditions. A few of my mates were out there. They still went. They still went out there. It was just oh god. I don't even know how they like. As a youngster, you love playing in that kind of weather. Like they would have had no, they would have had no problem with it. But yeah. from what you can't really make heads or tails of it from the weather on how either team played. I I think if the weather was drier, it would have been a whole different game. But wins a win, I guess. Take what you can get. We're not going to beat. We're not going to beat Melbourne, but take what we can get. While we can, I'm still I'm still not convinced at all with the way our uh, footy's going at all. Because Nico even came out in an interview and he goes, oh, "I reckon we're playing good footy," and I went, "Huh?" <laughs> and I went, "Hang on," I said, "I'm a Cronulla supporter," and now even I'm sitting there going, "What?" I'm going, "Are you, are you right?" I'm going, "Okay." I'm like, if you think you're playing good footy, I'm like, "God bless you." I'm like, "Cause you're not." <laughs> Like, so many Cronulla fans hate hearing the reality. Like, when you come out and you go... Like, when you actually point out the reality, they go, oh, you're not a real supporter. And you go, really? I go, do you want to know how many games I've been to? Do you want to know how many games I went to when we had... When we went through that whole drug saga, when we had an under-20 side on the field? And I'm like, I was going out and watching us lose 50 nil against the Tigers. And I'm like, you want to say I'm not a real fan? Okay. Uh, that was one of these games no matter where they sit in the table are always fucking amazing games to watch I love them absolutely love them it was good it was one game I I didn't I obviously was a bit in and out 
of it. I just heard you and Charmaine's dad yelling all the time, and I was just like, yeah, okay. <laughs> all I heard was Charmaine's dad go, ah, fucking change your hair, get a, get a better haircut, you fucking white guard. And I was like, yep, yeah, right, mate. I had power. Um, I had power. power. No, I had power. No. They were really, they were really nothing. They just don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know what that you can't. You brain, just can't. You can't pick them. What? <laughs> one like one week I pick them and I'm like, I reckon they can beat Penrith, and they go and beat Penrith, and then I'm like, yeah, surely they'll beat South, or surely they'll beat. Cowboys or Tigers and then they go freaking I, they don't just lose they lose in convincing fashions to these teams and I'm like it's it, their mentality if you're talking about mentality of any team in the comp their mentality is the worst I've ever seen because they can go in they can on any day beat they can beat yeah. Melbourne they can beat Penrith but they can lose convincingly to the Rabbitohs the Tigers and ugh, it's, I just don't get it it's it's baffling it's frustrating they're not even my they're not even fucking my team and it's frustrating because they ruin my the tips game. yeah the next game we oh this was I, I've been waiting for this for months months for this game I don't, I don't, Even, I don't get what yeah, it said. I can't remember who it said. Someone came out, I think it was like NRL 360 or something I was watching. They said every game for the rest of the year, they should just be stationed over there for the rest of the year. Every game for the rest of the year should just be over there for, for home for them. And I was like, I agree. And I was like, they've done enough for us. But it obviously oh, won't happen, but... But yeah, I think they had a couple of their first tries it's kind of like when they got over for their first try the crowd was like really into it and then disall- and then di- and then disallowed and then another one disallowed and then it's yeah, like the third one they're all just like ah oh, yep yeah, cool we finally got one and it just kind of took away from that first try feeling I sort of hated it I was just like just give that first try a try come on just just do it it's alright yeah. it, it got down <laughs> but um do we, do we want to talk about next game or do we want to I, I just want to say this is this is the second game where a really poor refereeing decision mm. has cost the Raiders. We play like ass. We did not. It's funny. To win I've that said game. the same thing. Game, I said, "How can you guys play game, I would not have been so happy. horrible for like seventy-eight minutes and then blame?" what happened in the last minute on what could have happened, like what could have decided the game. I'm like, I'm like, dude, I'm like, come on. Like, it's the same as the, I'm sorry, well, but it's the same as the grand final. Like you guys had multiple, multiple, multiple opportunities, but you blame it on one little thing. You pick one thing and oh. I blame it on two things. I blame it on two <laughs> things. One, why the fuck is a trainer on the field three minutes into a fucking game? That charge down, I guarantee you Whitehead would have grabbed it and probably would have would have put us in position to score. And two, I don't two? believe Cooper Cronk should have been sent off. I don't believe he should have been sin-binned. When, mm. um, 
Papali was five metres no. away from the try line and got tackled without the ball. But you know, the funny Nobody thing was, there was even a play leading up out. to your very last play of the game. I think you guys were like offloading and then you went to the left side, you passed it in field and there was at least a five metre forward pass. You could even hear oh, the crowd groan and I was like, oh, even I went, that is, I said, that's five minutes forward. And then you ended up, ended up in near the post and then had that play the ball. Oh, and then you guys are going off saying it should have been a penalty. And I was like, no, I'm like, there should have been a forward pass called like in the last play or two. I'm like, that's what he fucking missed. And I was like, for any Raiders fan blowing up about the penalty, I'm like, Dragons fans should be blowing up about that missed forward pass. I'm like, so it could have gone, it could have gone either way, but it just, little things like that, they get missed. Well, in saying that, the try to, to Suli, there was yeah, two exactly. passes leading up that's, to his try. That's one just shit that gets missed. Thrown deliberately forward. That's just that's just football. But like the funny thing, yeah. But the issue the the issue with the the penalty, and it's great the NRL has come out and said, look, it definitely should oh, be a penalty. I, there was three reasons why it should have been a penalty, mate. especially in the le- especially in the lead up. Because there was yeah, even I yelled out straight away. Even I yelled out. The third six again call. Like I turn, I turn my head, I turn my head away. Third six again. A six again calls ten in the bin. Like, how many teams do you sit there and the rule and they came mm. out at the start of the year and said, any six again called in the red zone within that twenty meter within that twenty meter period or space. You're gone. You get three. You, you that gone. Third one, That's it. You're gone. Even I, I even said it. Me and my and old man were watching, and I turned away because I went, "Oh shit! This is a this is a penalty." And I looked down. I look up, and the rest gone. Not full time, but even I've gone. Oh, even I've gone. Dragons, you lucky. I said you are lucky to get away with that. But at the same time, again, it could have gone. It could have gone either way because. If you guys did get that penalty and you leveled up and say went on, like anything could have happened. Like even if you did level up, Dragons could have still gone on and beat you by one or you guys could have won by one. But if you guys won by one, Dragons fans would have been coming out and being like, oh, what about the fucking forward pass and blah, blah, blah. That's the thing. That's how many different ways it can fucking go. Like, like it's, is- it's crazy. This is, but this is where, so in the first 10 minutes of the game, Jack White got called for not mm. being square at marker, right? It was called a penalty straight away. Do you want to know where he was standing? Right in front of the person playing the ball. Mm. And he had literally just lifted his hand off the player's yeah. shoulder as he played the ball. He was... Oh, my God. Was he, was, he was... Uh, he was so far... He and was he so early. far off square... Mm. Not only was he not square, he was so far off square. He was just a fucking triangle. (laughs) Unfortunately, as much as I'd like to blame that game on the referee, do you want to know who I actually blame? You're going to blame Rapana and all the Raiders fans. Not that we have any. No, I thought you were going to blame it on. I thought you were going to blame it on Rapana. It's fucking Rapana's fault. Would you, when? Hmm. When Savage picked that ball up from that in-goal position mm. and was about to take off, 
Jack Bird was never going to stop him, for one. <laughs> Rapana does that stupid crap week in, week out, and doesn't get penalised for it. Oh, that was one I didn't get. When... And then kicks a really horrible drop goal. To which, to which, everybody, A, would have knew, knew it was coming. B, would have known mm. it would have been Whiten or um, Timiko mm. going up for it. So why was nobody standing there? I think watching? even I sent you a message about something why was dumb that Rapana did, rapid? where a Giants player was never going to get there, and Rapana stands there and like, yeah, no, yeah, and I he just stands there and does something stupid, like he like shoulder, he try. put an elbow up at one stage or he shoulders someone off the board. I was just like, is Rapana dumb? And I was like, what is wrong with this bloke? <laughs> I was arguing with people in the fucking camper range. Yeah, we're not we're not allowed we're not allowed to say stuff about players in our group. Fucking otherwise, we that get cunt to, needs yeah. to be dropped. So, if I was if I was Ricky Stewart, hey Whitehead, <laughs> fuck off. Hey Fogarty, you're fucking. Useless, he, cunt. I honestly, I honestly didn't even hey, know Rapana, Fogarty was there. Sorry, he was mate, horrible. Really did cost us that game last week. Wolford didn't play well either. He's always good Starling off. He's always good off the bench. Had an okay game, but like, how can how can anybody sit there and turn around and say, "Oh, it's mm. Jack's fault. It's Jack's fault." How many times does Jack put yeah. the team on his fucking back in a down but Well, just because he's a high-profile player, he's going to blame it on him all the time, are you? But people say, oh, Frawley's won all his games yeah, at 5-8. And I'm like, look look at the opposition you were facing when he was there. I'm like, you weren't facing that... Yeah, you weren't facing great opposition. He beat you. But most most <laughs> times, Whiten's been at 5-8. You've been up against strong opposition. And you've he's done all right. But then people still just want to come out and blame Whiten. And I'm like, why the... F-? I'm like, how can you just pin it on one person? The other, the other real lovely kick in the yeah. is Joseph Tarpany and I don't think he ever went to ground game. once when they were trying He'd to tackle him play the whole 80 minutes if he was allowed to yeah Josh Papali played I think 20 minutes of the first half actually one sorry talking about Jack White and one funny thing I want to talk about that I totally forgot about when you guys went for the short drop out and he had I know it's probably just instinct and you think bat it back bat it back there was no one around him and he batted it straight to a moan and they scored and I was like I was like mate there was no one there if you stand and catch that easy you've got the ball back and everyone went why the hell didn't you just catch it and I'm like yeah but if you're in his position you're not really looking behind you you're thinking there's going to be players behind you and you're like shit all I gotta do is bat this back like that's that's all he's thinking, but I'm like, but I feel saying to the commentators oh, like yeah. Gus is like, well, why didn't you just catch it? I'm like, you go down and be in, in his position when you've got about five seconds to think about what you're gonna do, and then go, oh hang on, and look around and go, oh, I can actually catch this. But he's like in your head, you're always off a short, you bat it back because you're always gonna be under pressure. Like that's just what he's done. But he obviously stuffed it up. But <laughs> but yeah.
I also and then don't goes like back. the ruling where if it travels ten meters in the air, yeah, well, it's that's the thing they call it. They say it's crossed the threshold, fine. which is I I'm I'm fine with that rule to be honest. All right, I'm 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 watching that drop out now. I reckon I'm I'm honestly fine with that rule as long as it. Cro- Chris, I'll start, Chris I'll start from what? None of his players touched it. Not like he's allowed to stand wherever the hell he wants. <laughs> nah, he can stand wherever he wants. I thought you at least had to be behind. Uh-uh, the he doesn't have to be. Your players have to. When the your players have hit. to be. He can a moan a mo- okay. can stand wherever he wants as okay. long as no, it, if it fine. gets touched by a camera player, Sebastian. it's just it's game on. Ball's free. Because it it just has to. That's why they checked it. If it didn't cross the ten meters right, so and a moan was there, they wouldn't have called it a try. But the fact that it crossed the ten meters and went back and then Jack White batted it back, they went, "Yep, play on, all sweet." So standing <laughs> right next to a moan is Sebastian, Chris, Sutton. Hmm. Oh no, it's Hudson Young that's run past. And but that's what my dad like said. My dad said the exact same thing. He said, when the ball went straight to a moan, dad went, hang on. Dad goes, is the moan allowed to be there? And I said, as long as it crosses at 10 metres and White touches it, it's fine. No, my, ma- my major concern was that a moan was not no, standing. Because I actually think you've you got to stand, stand You can stand wherever you back. want. It's a dropout. Like as long as you're, as long as you're out in the field, you can stand wherever you want. But anyway, but um, looking forward to tomorrow. Like obviously tomorrow night, I've obviously um, Canola fans will hate me for this, but I've actually tipped against my side. Because, like, I actually, actually, funny thing is, I actually walked past uh, Hamlin Ueli today. In the exact same spot, I've walked past about three footy players in the last freaking two or three weeks. And um, someone actually said they ran into Hamlin Ueli like a week ago, and they said, oh, how's your pet going? And he's coming, and he goes, yep, might be back soon. And then he was in the reserves, but now he's on the bench for this week. (laughs) So obviously with no Hines, no Talakai, um, Trindle, Trindle comes into halfback and then Hamlet comes onto the bench. But I still think we'll lose. Like if we play average footy with a full strength side, I don't want to see what we do with an under strength side. But that's just me. But I guess the only positive news is I heard Britton Nakora. Who? Uh, no, offside. he was offside. <laughs> Amone. The the ruling the ruling states Attacking attacking players shall not advance in front of the ball before it is kicked. What do you mean in front of the ball when he's kid? Where, where's he meant? Where's he meant to stand? And, um, he can they can offer drop out. You can stand wherever the hell you want. Like as long as like if like the dragons get the ball back or something, as long as he gets back behind 
the play. Like any anywhere he stands is fine. Like you've I've seen it so many times where players will stand. Like you get a player on each wing, they stand within ten meters or five meters actually. Like you can stand wherever the hell you want. But if they if they try to go short and the ball ends up bouncing your way, that's fine. That's their fault. Like, but if it doesn't, obviously if it doesn't cross that ten meters, then yeah, the play is going to get stopped. But that's the only reason the Amon try was caught is because it went past the ten meters, and that immediately put Amon on side. So in my view, I reckon that was fine. But. No, there's obviously uh, there's there's obviously not because they looked at it and they said, "Yep, they went. It's crossed the ten minute not threshold." Whiten Whiten's knocked it. Whiten's touched it first. A moment was there. Doesn't matter. How's he off? How's he offside when his team hasn't touched it? <laughs> like his team haven't even touched it. He just happened to be it. there. He was just like, "Yeah, sweet." Opposing the the attacking team, like the the, the team that that's off a job out. To be standing behind the ten meter line. But where where was the moment when off the ball was kicked? Right. Where was he? He was standing about nine to eight meters out. Uh, I honestly I honestly don't know because I I have not seen a trial like that in the games that the game has like, been ever. Involved. But to me, but to me. To me, as soon as that ball crosses the 10 oh, one, meters, one, one, one more thing if to add to this game. the team who kicked the job out touches it first, it's fair game to me. You knock, you knock it back and you knock it straight into their hands, fine, that's your fault. It's fair game. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the last thing I want to add to this game is Hudson Young's try. There's one thing I really wanted him to do. Just one. He had to step. Stop watching it. Watching it again now. He had to step to his left hand side yeah. to not knock over the referee who was standing in direct line of him scoring. <laughs> Could you imagine if he had to God. step to his left and a dragons player pushed him out? Ah, oh, who knows? <laughs> who knows? What, what do you reckon the ruling would have been on the field? Just out of curiosity. But um. All right. Yeah, I've Let's go to this I've game tipped game. against my team. Because <laughs> I think no, like obviously, obviously Connor Tracy can do the job at center, but um, I just think like no Hines, no Talakai. Nah. I would. I have a bit of confidence because we're at home, but I reckon for some reason I reckon after last week's game, Papenhausen will probably come out and tear us up. But we'll see. Melbourne, Melbourne actually don't play too well. The last couple of years, they've actually haven't played too well down at Cronulla because they, they don't. That hey, yeah, Ooh, I know. I don't Trudel's like your it. Trudel's your halfback. Trudel's your halfback. But I don't think Melbourne can handle the conditions at Shark Park. Like I've seen that in the past. They haven't won many games at Shark Park the last couple of years. Actually, they've actually don't have. Yeah, he's starting. Fafita's starting. And then we've got... Mm. I think they've got the whole captain situation here wrong. 
Oh, it shouldn't be Wade Graham's. They've just gone for Wade Graham's okay. been there. It's he's served he's served longer with Cronulla than Dale. You can't have someone who's just come in from a long term stint at Melbourne and be like, yeah, you're the captain now. Even though Wade Graham's been here longer, like, he's as experienced and been here longer than you. Like once once Wade goes, like then yeah, I'd give it to Fanukin for sure. But for now, I'm happy with Wade Graham being captain. I have tip. Um, I'm going to tip you guys. I'm 50-50 wherever I'm going to go. I'm probably just going to go there for a piss up maybe. That's about it. But other than that. Um, who's the next? Yeah, I've gone. Yeah, I've gone Rabbitohs. Next game, I've tipped Rabbits. Obviously, no. Um, no Murray, no Graham, no Cook, no Jairo, but... Hmm. Oh, what about poor Graham? Um, yeah, I still think, I still think win this. Hmm. Good to see, good to see Bradman Best back for the the Knights. After he's very, that was a very ugly. Yeah, even, even up in Newcastle, I think, I think Rabbitohs. But, um, we'll see. Not to probably pull something out of their ass. <laughs> yeah, Jane's back. Oh, Braley's back. He's back. They've <laughs> dropped Jake Clifford again. I don't know. Why? Oh, they've got the MILF the MILF in there and Adam Clune, so Now um, who we got next? Tigers and Pats. So surely, surely, uh, even though the West uh, Tigers have already beaten them this year, you think Para bounced back after last week? Surely. Yeah, I know. Fuck it. But look at where they're playing. Just the fact they're playing at Leichhardt. I've tipped. I've tipped the Tigers based on that alone. Um, and I've tipped Broncos in the Yeah, I'm still I'm still sticking with power. I just think I think after last week again, like they normally don't lose two in a row. When they lose like that, they normally bounce back pretty quickly, so I think they'll bounce back. But I could be wrong. And then the only Sunday game, I've obviously tipped Broncos, even based off the way the Dragons played last last week. But even though, yeah, no, I've tipped, I've tipped the Broncos as well. I reckon, I reckon Reynolds, mm. uh, Reynolds will come back a lot stronger than. Cowboys just, Cowboys just shut him down really having, well. Um, only thing that's really scary about um, the Broncos side mm. and it, it not performing is the fact that Ryan James is there. Palacy has always played well. <coughs> Tyson Gamble's on the bench. Obviously, their big outs would be like inclusion. Carrigan, Catewell, Haas, Cobbo. But I still think they'll win. Because dra- Dragons are just absolute fucking rubbish. Yeah. I like, know. I thought it was going to be another one of those weeks last week where I finally I tipped them. And then they 
do me the dirty and they play like shit and they lose again but they and they just got there but I say to myself if they lose the game against you guys I'm like I'm never tipping these blokes yeah. ever ever again I'm like every time I tip them I'm like I don't tip them they play really good and I do tip them they they play like piss but now I think I think easy easy win from Broncos I can I honestly think 13 plus Yep. Bet. And then. Hmm. I'm hoping it's 13 plus. Well, I have a. I had a bonus bet Take a this week, so I've put a bonus there. bet on. What have I got? I've. I've. In my bonus bet, I have put. I. This oh. is before I found out Nico Hines was out. I did have Cronulla head to head. And then I had Connor Tracy and Ryan Pappenhausen to score. And then. The Newcastle game, I've got Rabbitohs and Luttrell and Johnston to score at any time. And then Para to win. And then Sivo and Mamalo to score at any time. And then I've just got Broncos to beat St. George. And the payout's like two grand. But it was a bo- it was just a it was a bonus bet, so oh. thought I may as well chuck it on. How the ladder will look at the end will be. Uh, Eels in, yeah, they Eels they did us a favour fucking up against Rabbitohs. They kept us in fourth. And if you win, I just keep forgetting about Origin because I was like, I looked at our next Cowboys three games. We've got them. Melbourne, Cowboys, Panthers, and I was like, well, there's three losses right there. My easy. I might, it'll bring us, I might, it'll hopefully, to be honest, I hope we lose because it'll bring us back down to reality and maybe even after three losses, Sharks fans will still come out and go, ah, it's only a couple of losses, we're just rebuilding, shut the fuck up, look at reality for once. (laughs) They just never wanted these so-called fans, they they call us non-fans, I'm like, we actually look at reality and what needs to be bloody fixed. You guys can get smashed by 50 and they still go, oh, it's just one loss. Just shut up. Like, fucking, we need to get better. But then they just, it's always people making excuses. Whenever we lose, I'm sick of hearing Sharks fans make excuses for the for why we lost. And it's like, oh, we've got a couple of new players. We're still rebuilding. I'm like, we only got like two or three new players. I'm like, that's it. And obviously a new coach. I'm like, yes, I'm like, yes, I don't expect miracles, but I expect something yeah. better than what we've been putting out there the last couple of weeks. But, anyway. Pretty much. But, yeah, I'll just leave it with, I think, I think we'll lose our next three games and then hopefully it'll knock a bit of sense into us and we'll do something a bit better towards the back end of the year and come home, come home strong. But I definitely don't see us being where we are now at the end of the year I definitely do not and I don't I don't see Dragons staying at 8 much longer either I see other Roosters Roosters or Seagulls jumping them easy I reckon that number 8 spot will be a tussle between Seagulls Roosters Dragons will there's no way they're playing finals for you the way they've been playing no way Seagulls and Roosters are both on the up and up and they will definitely one of those two teams will take the 8 spot I reckon the rest will probably stay the same. 
and then either Roosters or Seagulls will take that eight spot and then that'll be your top eight. But that's just my opinion. Well, look, I'm doing a ladder prediction as we speak with who I think will win mm. the remainder of the games. And my predicted end of end of end of end of um, end of predictions. I reckon it'll be Panthers, Cowboys, Broncos, Storm, Sharks, Rabbits, Seagulls, Raiders. Mm. I reckon Eels will miss out. I don't reckon they'll make it in the last couple. Tigers will finish in 15th. Well, in last. I reckon the Paul, yeah, the Paul Titans, I think, have got the wooden spoon this year, I think. Based on what I think, because we've got so the Raiders have got a pretty easy run. We only verse. Mm. I think we got Penrith. That's the twice. thing. Anything can happen. There's games you think you're expected to win, but it could just could just completely backflip on you. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Well, look, we've got the bye, then we've got Melbourne in oh, Amy Park. Yes, we we have a good record down there. Hmm. That'll all, that'll all depend. Then we have hmm. Warriors, Titans. That should, should be, be two points. That should be four points. Then we have Penrith. That's mm. probably a loss. Then we have the Dragons again. I don't see us losing. Mm. I don't see us losing twice to them. Then we have the Knights. You should beat the Knights. Manly... That's going to be a really tough one against me. We've got the momentum coming in from the Penrith game. Mm. And then Tigers. It's an alright run home. It's our last game. <laughs> hoping, I'm hoping the boys can set me up for a nice little birthday mm, present. Crossed. Between like the two weekends, like, between my birthday. Mm. On the 6th, on the 6th we beat the Penrith. Mm. <laughs> and uh, on the 14th we beat the Dragons. <laughs> Um, I only know our next three games. All I know it was, all I know I it was like I was Storm right Cowboys Penrith. I don't know what the rest of the, I don't know what the rest. <sighs> yep. Our record Rabbits. against them isn't great. Even Most especially if it's if it's at a core, then. Oh yeah. Okay, we got a bit of a better record no, against them at, uh, at our home. If we play them at a core, we're fucked. I don't know what it... Like, every time I've watched Cronulla play at a core, or ANZ, or whatever it was called, we've always lost. I've never seen us win there, ever. Uh, hopefully that's another, uh, that's another win. Dragons. Hopefully that's another win against St. Merge. Points better. Should be a win. Should be a win. Nah. Tigers. Our bogey. And sea eagles. Nah, with nah, our nah, our record of bookie is absolutely shocking. We won't win out there. Anyway, next who else we got? <coughs> mm, it's not the worst run home. Bulldogs and then knights. 
we might have the next the next three games might be losses, but then we can win Four, six. at least. I reckon out of your last what? Nine. Out of the eighteen mm. points on offer, we'll you probably get about ten. Take it week by week. But anyway, I think we'll leave it there. Actually, no. The one I actually want to talk to you about is the rabbits. Their run home. Mm. So, as we know, they have knights. Yeah, we on Friday. Win. Yeah. Then they have bulldogs. That's four points. Loss and then possibly a win against us. They have Storm and then you guys. Win. Yep. Warriors. That's a toss of the coin. Para. Whoever's it. I don't know who's. I don't know who the home team is. I honestly reckon Rabbits will win that. Yeah, Para will win that. Para. Yeah, it's a loss for Rabbits. That's, that's an that's an easy loss. Cowboys, and then as the be a close one. off the regular season with the Roosters. Oh yeah, so now one of those games, no matter where they are on the table, would always be close. But anyway, as I can't stop yawning, I think we're going to leave it there. But um, I hope everyone enjoys their only four games of footy on the weekend. And if any of you have got any multis up, I hope you fucking win. And go the mighty New South Wales Blues. Yeah. Uh-huh.